Hey there, this is Brad Geiger welcoming you to another episode of Hey Comics Kids, a podcast that I record along with my 13-year-old son, Alex, and my 10-year-old, Max, during our drive to school. Hey, if you like this show, please consider becoming a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash heycomicskids. You can support us for as little as $1 per episode, and you can set a cap on your account so you never get charged for more than what you're comfortable with. All the money goes directly to the kids, and they can spend it however they want to. So sit back, relax, and let's get this show on the road. And we're going to be talking today about podcasting with your kids. And actually, I, I see a few people, I see a couple of familiar faces from last year. Uh, what we've done in the past is we've done just a short little uh, presentation. And then to kind of demonstrate how easy this is, I call everybody up who wants to uh, participate and we record a podcast. It's as easy as that. Uh, we do a, a show called Hey Comics Kids. And it's literally using our iPhone, using an app uh, that's called Audio Memo that we downloaded for free. Uh, I, we hit the record button. This guy here, Max, What's my up? youngest son, uh, holds it in the car, just kind of facing like that. And we drive to school and record a podcast on the way to school. Well, sometimes Alex holds it. And sometimes Alex, aged 13, soon to be 14, uh, the three of us just talk about whatever's on our mind. If it's a movie that we just seen, a comic book that we've read, uh, they've gotten huge into the Invincibles series, uh, and uh, Amulet, uh, a video game. Uh, what'd you download last night? Um, uh, well, the game kind of came out a long time ago, about close to a year ago, but uh, last night I downloaded Dragon Ball Z Xenoworks on the PS4. And played until what time? I'm going to say about 1 o'clock. Oh, God, I'm such a horrible parent. It was a Saturday night. We were living large. Uh, Alex, what did you download just recently? I downloaded Overwatch. Up to the mic there, buddy. I downloaded Overwatch, which turned, oh, I downloaded Overwatch, which turned out to be more fun than I thought. What's good about it? Everything. <laughs> so what we do is we, and in fact, I'm recording right now because I hate to waste content, uh, and we'll post this on our website. It's as easy as just turning the microphone on your iPhone and letting it rip. Uh, the main, it, the, it, we're, we're, it's not something that we do necessarily for money, although we do have a Patreon account uh, hooked up to this show, and if uh, there's anybody interested in talking more about that, we certainly can. Mostly, it's about something that's kind of fun to do between parents and kids. And also, uh, I've noticed, uh, for example, uh, that it helps them organize their thoughts better. And I was talking with you uh, the other time we were recording the show that I noticed as we're doing this, and we do it a couple uh, times a week, uh, as we're doing this, when it comes time for the guys to write an essay uh, in school, for example, I notice that they're a lot better at organizing their thoughts because when you're doing this up here and I say to Max, uh, give me your top three Pokemon uh, creatures in order, uh, as I often do, he's got to organize his thoughts, come up with what's number three, what's number two, and what's number one, and what the rank is in 10 seconds or less. Top three Pokemon, just because I brought it up. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, 
It's, it's now, don't of, prove me a liar. All these people are going to say I'm a liar if you don't okay. organize your thoughts. Okay, so... <laughs> so, number three... So, number three would probably Joel's Young from Generation and Y. I always... It's any game, any Pokemon game that I can get... That I can get Eevee, I'm always... I'll always do a Joel's Young. Just kind of hold that place in your heart. Uh, speak, by the way, speaking of Pokemon, I actually have a show on why he would actually light up, even though it's a Pokemon card, except I'm not really into the card game, but moving on. I'm going to have to go with my number two spot, would be Golchomp. Golchomp is from the fourth generation. Golchomp is one of those Pokemon that can really take hits, do, dish, dish the hits out. Uh, and can it do and can do it really fast. It's one of the best Pokemon. Um, you'll, you'll and who's see. number one? Well, if you watched any of all any of our Pokemon top ten, which is like ten of them, um, you know already that my favorite Pokemon is Lucario. Yes, Lucario. I, I knew we were going to hear that both, name shortly. Both generation, and I'm also a. About around Easter time, actually I think I got it on Easter, I got Pokemon Tournament, which it's a really good game for Wii U. Basically, it combines like any fighting game with base with Pokemon. And so, it is one of his favorite. So what we what I've noticed as we're doing this is that they do organize their thoughts better. Uh, sometimes those thoughts tend to be a little bit rambly, but. Uh, they do a much better job and also confidence. I see a lot of confidence on uh, concerts, uh, stuff like that. They're a little bit uh, less shy to get in front of a crowd. Would you say that's right, Alex? Sure. Yeah, you know, just don't call on me. I'm always, I'm always happy to get in front of a Yes, yes. So, yeah, and now in terms of if you're interested in doing this with your kids, uh, super easy. You all you really have to do is find a place to host your files, and that can be as easy as a blogger account, a free uh, account. Uh, you can set it up on WordPress, obviously. Uh, but I would suggest uh, for somebody starting out, blogger. I, would, I, I think there's a few people who are using Tumblr for this as well. And uh, you just need a place to upload your files to that you can point to an RSS feed. That RSS feed is what you're going to. Uh, upload to iTunes, you make a little image for your podcast that goes out when they uh, put it up on the site, and that's it. Then every time you upload a new uh, uh, MP3 file to your hosting account, like for example, blogger.com, it goes out on the RSS, and iTunes picks it up from that and puts it out to the multitudes. At which point, it's really super easy for anyone to catch up with it. This is not a sponsor. We're not. That's right. Max is always very concerned where the money's coming from. We're not getting any sponsorship. So that's that's really as as uh, as 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 difficult as it gets. And we've been doing this for about three years now. Just on the drive to school, where we've got time to kill anywhere, we uh, we hit record and we go. Uh, Alex, uh, for example. You've been really getting into graphic novels lately. What's what's the out of the? Uh, I think you've discovered like five or six recently. What's the one that really stands out in the titles that you've uh, read over the past, uh, let's say, six months? That's easy, Skullkickers. Skullkickers, really? Yes. See, I was I thought for sure I was going to hear Invincibles. 
either Skull Kickers or Hellboy. Hellboy's good too. Uh, Skull Kickers, an independent title by Jim Zubkovich, who's a great guy. Uh, props to Jim. So, if you think you'd like to experiment with this a little bit, and if you'd like to come up, we've got live mics. We did this last year. It turned out to be a lot of fun. Uh, anybody want to come up and join? You're welcome to come up. Come up, join our podcast. Do we have that mic on the podium live as well? I'm going to head over to the podium. I'm going to steal your mic. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, uh, cozy up to where you can find a mic. Do we got enough chairs? Is the chair over there? Awesome. Now, uh, one thing I also do, it, it, just because as a parent, when I ask your name, I don't need first name and last name, just first name, and we're going to introduce some of our panelists, starting at the far right. Cozy up to that microphone and give me your name, young man. Um, well, my name's Stephen. Hello, Stephen. And uh, do you live here in Philadelphia? Yes. You're in Philadelphia. How long are you here for the show? You're doing the whole four days? You're just here for yeah, Sunday? I've been here the whole four days. Favorite thing at Wizard World so far? The thing you've seen that knocked your socks off? Probably a podcast on podcasting, right? No, it's no. actually this Boy, booth. Uh, it's called, like, Toxic Mario, I think. Toxic Mario? It, well, it's, is it a game? Not, it's, it's, it's not Mario. It's just, just, it's My Little Pony. <laughs> really? That's cool. Uh, sitting next to Steve. Is it Steve or Stephen? Uh, Stephen. Stephen, all right. Sitting next to Stephen, we've already introduced Alex. Sitting next to Alex is? Ryan. Ryan, where are you from, Ryan? Uh, I come from Glen Mills. Glen Mills. You, is today your first day at the show? Yep. What have you seen so far that's really knocked your socks off that you haven't been expecting? I wasn't really expecting that. Really? Considering Five Nights at Freddy's is an actually uh, a real uh, professional game, like no professional company developed it. It was a one-man. It was an independent game, yeah. Yeah, it was a one-man thing. Is, is it kind of cool for you to think the fact that an independent can get uh, to the level of being shown at a, at a show like this? Oh, yeah. Do you want to do a game uh, design when you grow up, maybe? Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Next to Ryan is Max. Max, you've had lots of time to talk. Next to Max is this guy here. You want to introduce yeah, yourself? Uh, I'm, I'm Dylan. And Dylan, do you live here in Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah. I do. Dylan's just, your name. Just, just, down, the, <laughs> down, the just down the parkway. Uh, just down the street from me. Uh, Dylan, what's been the standout thing you've seen so far here at Wizard World? Probably a guy down in Artist Alley, an independent artist probably. Um, I, I'm just guessing. Well, actually, it was a... I, I guess I'd call it like a small company, um, uh, Fubar. Fubar, really? Yeah. Um, I got uh, one of their books, read it. I really loved it. Cool. Um, what's it. What's it about? They do a lot of just zombie stuff. This one was a uh, zombie <laughs> Russia. Yeah, I, I think I know who you're talking about now. Mm -hmm. And next to Dylan is Ian. Ian, where are you from, Ian? Philly. Cool. What have you seen this weekend that has knocked your socks off? A lot of stuff. Nothing. I can nothing really stands remember. out. No. Just generally overwhelming. Yeah. This is kind of what we do on the. This is what me and my boys do on the on the drive to school. Really super easy, and you can. I mean, as you guys are parents, you guys know, 
You ask these guys a question, they've got an opinion. I can ask just about any question from just about... How many of you guys have seen uh, Civil War, Marvel Civil War? Me. All right. So Stephen, you haven't seen it yet? No. No? Um, okay, no spoilers for Stephen. We don't want to spoil it. But, starting with Alex, Ooh, Team nice Cap or Team Iron Man? Uh, definitely Team Cap. Why? Because, um... I'd, I'd probably be Team Iron Man if the Superhero Registration Act was not like forced upon everybody and you had an opinion whether you could join it or not. But not enforced. Yeah. I'm almost the don't ask, don't tell of uh, Civil War. Uh, Ryan, Team, I, Team Iron Man, Team Cap. At first, after I saw the trail with Spider-Man, he's my favorite, I was Team Iron Man. But after I saw like the whole conflict and I watched the first two Captain America movies. I was kind of on Team Cap. Oh, another one for Team Cap. Okay, we've got two Team Caps. Max, tip it in the other favor. Team Iron Man. I knew it. This is my law and order kid. There are rules. You follow rules. And by God, nobody not follow a rule around this guy, right? Well, think of it like this. This. It's a law. It's a law that you need, you need to... And register your superpowers to the government, and and if if you disobey the law, anyway, and say Captain America's disobeying the law, he's he's out there fighting everybody who says that you should be doing this because he stands against it. Now it's not bad to stand against something, but when but when you're breaking the law by standing against that thing, when you're breaking the law. You're just as bad as the drones that you lock up every day. There is a point to be made there. Dylan, Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Um, so after, you know, I've read the Civil War series, um, um, and I've always stuck very Team Cap on that. I feel like Iron Man in the Civil War series creates a very fascist regime. Um, and I feel like they didn't have a lot of time to flesh that out in a, you know, I think it was like two hours, uh, 30 movie. Two hours is a short time to get that amount yeah. of storytelling across. So, like, I felt what happened, um, I felt like I could go either way, uh, because, but that's just based off of the movie. If I was basing this off of the comics and, um, like, extended universe stuff, then I'm definitely team Cap, but in the movie I felt like both teams had fair points, um, so yeah, but I'm gonna stick to Team Cap just based on what I like. Three Team Cap, one Team Iron Man. Ian, what do you say? Uh, Team Cap. Definitely. Team Cap. <laughs> Max, you're I the standout. I just wanna walk up and I just wanna walk away from this. Oh thing. no, no mic drops here. Ian, why Team Cap? Well, I've never really liked Iron Man as a character. I don't know why. And was it the goatee that bugs you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, I don't like his, uh, his story at all. So, um, Team Cap. Team Cap. That. Now, issue number two. Steven, starting with you, give Steven the microphone. Uh, the big thing, for, for, especially in, well, I'm going to stick with movies for a little bit. And, and uh, probably a movie that I'm going to guess most of you haven't seen. The Deadpool movie came out. It was rated R. Kids couldn't go see it without an adult. I don't want to know whether you saw it or didn't see it. I'm still getting pressure from one of my kids who wants to see it. But let me ask you this. 
Should Deadpool have been an R-rated movie, number one? And number two, is that okay that some comic book movies are R-rated and kids can't go to see it? What do you, what's your opinion on that? Um, well, I did see Deadpool, and there is a very, very good reason it's rated R. <laughs> That's what I heard, too. <laughs> and, uh, it honestly depends on certain characters. Like, I wouldn't expect to see a rated R Spider-Man movie, but then... I wouldn't be surprised if there was like um, a rated R like Batman movie because mm -hmm. of how like or heck maybe even a rated R uh, Captain America movie because like sometimes the the comics like in the movies they're really toned down. Yeah. Like I've read some manga which is Japanese graphic novels. Absolutely. Like anime, and I don't know if it's like just um, how America like changes it, but like with some of the animes I've watched on my own, they really toned it down. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, Attack on Titan, I think uh, it was definitely a lot more bloody in the manga. I'm seeing a couple nodding heads when he said uh, Attack on Titan. Alex, I know how you face so, so Steven says, yeah, it's okay. Comics is big enough for everybody. You can have G-rated comics over here, and you can have R-rated comics and, and movies over there. Alex, do you agree with that? Uh, yes or no? Yeah, because you have to have a comic or movie that the adults can watch and maybe the kids grow up to watch. Mm -hmm. Because... Uh, I know there there was a petition to make Deadpool a PG thirteen movie and cut out the moments that made it like inappropriate. And if you do that, you take away like Deadpool. He's meant to be an inappropriate character with lots of gore. And if you take that away, you're not watching Deadpool. You're just watching some other movie. Right. Uh, let me ask you this, just to the group now. Does anybody disagree with that? Does anybody say, you know what, there shouldn't be R-rated comics uh, movies. Uh, it, it, it should all be at least G or PG. Anybody take that uh, standpoint? Um, Hold on, Ryan's next. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, from, what, what, from, from what I've read about Deadpool, uh, it should be rated R. I've seen a few scenes, there's like, he sticks his swords through people's skulls, decapitates them, yeah. shoots them through the head, blood, brains everywhere. I think it should be radar, mm -hmm. but I, I, I know we're off the topic of civil war now, but I, I, have, I just had a point to raise. Yeah, yeah. But, so in the comic books, the, uh, the Superhero Registration Act Tony Stark supported it because, well, he publicly introduced himself as Iron Man, but for people like Spider-Man, who, uh, he, he actually has, like, Tony Stark doesn't actually have any loved ones left, like, he doesn't, but, but, well, the people he cares about, such as Captain America, Thor, um, they, they have the means to protect themselves. But people like Aunt May from Spider-Man, because Spider-Man actually has something to lose. Absolutely. Tony Stark like lives in a high security prison. So you're, what you're saying, Ryan, I'm is that, that it's that easy for Tony Stark to make that decision, but for him to expect other people to make that decision 
Maybe yeah. it's unfair. Yeah, because in the comic, the government wants people to reveal their secret identities. Yes. But, but, but Spider-Man, if he did that, people would take advantage of it and like hurt the people he cared about. He's got a lot more to lose than Tony Stark. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Next question. Oh, hold on. We're going to move on to another topic because I've got another one that, that I'm dying to hear you guys uh, sound off on. We'll start with Max. Marvel has come out and built a huge empire out of their movies. Yep. And for people my age, and I'm seeing a couple people out there, nobody with as much gray as I've got, uh, you probably remember when it was so difficult to be a Marvel fan because all their movies and TVs stunk. And DC had the Batman TV show and Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk, and they just cleaned up. Hulk is Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Hulk is Marvel. Hulk is Marvel. Oh, you're right, you're right. I got my TV. Thank you for setting me straight. The Incredible Hulk was the only one good Marvel TV show. That's right. That was the only one. Now, Marvel has completely dominated, and DC can't put a good movie out to save their lives. And from my perspective, my question to you, starting with Max, is... Why can't DC give us a good movie the way Marvel did? What are they doing wrong? Well, they're making the movies like characters like Superman and and Batman. Like they um, they're trying to do stuff that Marvel has already done. They're trying to make standalone movies and then trying to go into just just and then like. This is probably not going to be after Batman v Superman, which as we heard or the critics say that it wasn't very good. It was most likely not going to be a Justice League movie. But with Marvel, it, I, what with DC is doing wrong. Yeah, I think they. Yeah. Like what Marvel is doing right is that the, is that characters like Batman and Superman and. It, like Marvel is using the stories that a lot of people know. Like a lot of people know these storylines for Loki, Loki and Ultron, and Thanos. But maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But I think so. So what Max is saying is a question of the familiar storylines. Ryan, you had a thought you wanted to put in, and then I want to hear Dylan on this because I know Dylan has some thoughts, and and probably Ian too. Uh, uh, Ryan, what's your thoughts on what Max said? Well, I thought, yes, the Batman trilogy did well, but the, uh, but I don't think there was a, there was a Marvel movie today that, like, all the, like, collaborations, like the Avengers, Civil War, they got good ratings, maybe because it's, because of the wide variety of, of other characters they had, when instead, like, Batman just focused on, you just had one main character, Batman. That is an awesome point. Dylan, what's your thoughts? Why can't DC do a good movie? Or maybe they are, and maybe we're being unfair. What are your thoughts? Well, I think the DC's biggest issue is they had a bunch of movies come out. They had Batman movies. They had, like, standalone Superman movies. And then they try to tie them into each other. They're trying really, really hard to do something, they're trying to copy what Marvel did because they saw how well it worked. They're trying to create a DC cinematic universe. And to do that, I think they'd have to completely reboot everything because 
they've already got these separate characters, storylines set up. And what they need to do is they just need to reboot everything. They need to get a fresh like cast of actors. They need to get like people who they can rely to want to be in their movies for I don't know, maybe five or like seven more movies after that so they can have a recurring cast. And then they need to kind of like just like overhaul and just really focus on movies. Um, because like, I, I guess I'd say DC has like really um, like dominated comic books for a while with, you know, like doing the new 52 and all of that. And they've done a really good job of uh, creating like a lot of different like likable characters and like I guess like kind of like rebooting the universe really well and doing that gracefully just like they did with Infin uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth. Mm -hmm. um, but they're not getting as much publicity because you know you're gonna see DC everywhere in like comic book shops but you're gonna see Marvel everywhere on billboards because they've got movies coming out so what, they've what, got a lot more advertising. What Dylan is saying is it's uh, it's a question of rebooting the DC universe. Ian, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, have you seen a, a, a DC movie that you think stands out? Am I am I being unfair to DC? Ian? Well, uh, all I've really seen is the Batman movies. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I haven't seen any other DC movies. But um, I think DC can do like TV pretty well. They have that down, but when, like Dylan was saying, when it comes to trying to do what Marvel did, they really can't do it because they just don't have the right characters and enough money to do that. So, uh, dad joke break. What do you call Batman when he skips church on Sunday? Christian Bale. There you go. That's our dad joke break. Uh, <laughs> Steven, going back down to Steven. You have to tell that one. Huh? You were dying to tell me. I've been saving it up all day. Pass that microphone down to Stephen. Uh, uh, somebody give me a time check. How are we doing on time? Um, 12.55. Oh, we're doing great. Okay, we got some more time. Stephen, uh, reading comics. Now, we talked a good deal about uh, comics movies. Reading comics. Uh, what's, have, uh, are you, are, do you like reading comics as well? I love reading books in general. I'd love to hear it. Now, what's what's your standout book you've read over the last little while you want to tell all these people about? A great book. It's not a comic book or a graphic novel or manga or anything like that. Cool. It's, a, it's a novel. It's called Bridge to Carabithia. It's a great book. I've heard about that. That's a tremendous book, right? Yeah. Give us a little synopsis of it. Give us a little okay. taste. So, it's about two kids, Jesse and... His friend, I forget the girl's name, uh, okay. but they create this magical land called Terabithia, and the on only way to get there is by swinging across a magical rope. And after they've been in Terabithia for a while, tragedy strikes. And I'm not talking about in Terabithia, I'm talking about in like the real world. Right. That's a great... I'm not going to tell you what happens. You, beautiful. You need to read it. It's a great book. Done beautifully, Stephen. Now, Alex, you've said Skull Kickers. Do you have another uh, a tip for reading? Uh, do you want me to name a novel? or Anything that you are really turned on about right now. 
does anyone know the book Ready Player One by any chance? Ready Player One. I'm getting huge uh, response from Ready Player uh, One. It is a great pop culture reference book about in the year 2044, um, society is in a depression. And the only way they can escape it is going into the Oasis, which is an online video game, much like The Matrix. You basically go in and you're in a separate world. Now, inside the Oasis, um, the creator has left Easter eggs, and if you find all three of the Easter eggs, you get his grand fortune and grand prize. And there's this big rush to find the Easter eggs, and there are people who are willing to kill both in the game and real life to get them. Sounds great. Ryan, what are you reading these days? I'm reading the series called The Missing. The Missing? Is this a graphic novel series, or is this a... It's a novel. It's a novel? God, I'd like to hear you guys read novels, too. Uh, Margaret Peterson Haddix. Mm -hmm. And give us a little taste about it. Uh, so basically, there were these two guys, and eventually they had like a this time travel. They had like a child trafficking program. Mm -hmm. Like they eventually started saving dude kids from, but then they started saving dude dude famous kids like I don't know uh, the Romanovs from mm -hmm. Russia and. King Edward V, I think. Cool. And then they, but then stuff happened, and they had to drop, they had to drop them off in the 21st century when they were adopted. And 13 years later, uh, this guy, he starts putting them back in time to fix everything, but also still gives them the choice of. You want to go back, stay here, or go back to the 21st century? Nice. That sounds like a great hook for a novel. Max, what are you reading that you're really excited to share? Okay, so this is a series that I just started on. It's the Harry Potter series now. <laughs> I was going to say, we've been trying to get you to read Harry Potter, and you won't no. touch it. What just are you reading for sure? Two wins. Well, well, I am a, so this is a series that, that kind of, for once, a graphic novel, not a novel. So I just kind of, like, I started, I, I'd say that a month ago, but it's a really good series, the Ultimate Spider-Man series. I'm Ultimate Spider-Man. I'm talking, I'm not talking about the Miles Morales, unless I'm talking about the Peter Parker Ultimate Spider-Man series. But I do have a friend at school who actually got the Miles Morales book and let me read it. And, and they're both both the quotes to us the amazing was if you don't want to know if you don't know what Redemption inspired Peter Parker inspired and Miles Morales. So well, you, this you can't really call it a spoiler because it kind of like says it at the beginning of the Miles Morales book. But I, I don't know why she called it a spoiler. Don't 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 do it. But you, we, we will suffice it to say. Ultimate Spider-Man, good read. Uh, Dylan, what are you reading that you're kind of excited about? Um, I got two books. Uh, one's kind of short. Um, I got the one I got yesterday, Mother Russia from uh, Fubar. Fubar. That is a really amazing book about a zombie apocalypse in the you know zombie apocalypse taking place during World War II, and um, 
Russia be already being in such a bad state that people didn't really notice. They just continued, you know, fighting for their lives. And um, it's about a sniper who lives in a tower named Mother Russia. And the second book, uh, which I would not recommend to anyone sitting at this table because of age stuff, uh-huh. uh, it's called Metropolitan, and it's about a uh, journalist named Spider, and he basically is just trying to destroy a like ruined governmental system where all the people live like all you know a lot of like the the masses live in this kind of like these just like huge urban wastelands and they're oppressed by these you know always smiling leaders who are kind of just like keeping them in the dark Right. Ah, sounds good. Ian, what are you reading that you want to talk about? Well, um, The Walking Dead I've been reading. Walking Dead? Are about you, and and it, it surprises some people to find out that Walking Dead, that they see on AVMC, was started as a comic book series yeah. and a good one, right? Right, a very good one. How does, now, do you watch The Walking Dead TV show? I do. I watch How it does the comic movie. stand up against the uh, TV show? Which is oh, the better The uh, comic is so much better. Yeah. The show's good, but... The comic is just the best. Now, one thing I do know is that something else has been reading Invincibles, and I know that uh, the same guy who made Walking Dead made Invincibles. That's absolutely right, Robert Kirkman. So if you haven't, so if you read that uh, Walking Dead, I almost said Deadpool. <laughs> if you read Walking Dead and then and give Invincibles a try, it's, it's really good. But for a young, a more younger audience, not saying it's for five-year-olds, but... Yes. Okay, the one topic we haven't talked about, that we talk about on on our podcast quite a bit, is video games. Am I talking to a bunch of video gamers? Hand that microphone down to Steven, we'll start with him. Steven, same same, uh, topic. What's the video game you're most excited about right now? Video game that I'm playing or that's going to come out? Either or, I'm I'm, uh, I'm easy up here. Uh, my favorite video game that I'm currently playing is Undertale. I'm, I'm cosplaying as Sam. Uh, I don't have my mask. It's over there next to my dad. Cool. But uh, Undertale is a great game. If you have a Steam account, um, I think it's like ten or twenty. It's exactly uh, ten bucks. Um, get it if you like. This is ten to twenty dollars, like I said. It's it's an amazing game. And you're cosplaying as one of the characters from that yeah, game today. Sans. And there's three different routes. Neutral run, um, which is you can kill whoever you want, but you still spare a few people. Um, pacifist, where you spare everyone and you show them kindness, compassion, and mercy. And then genocide route, where you kill everything. Okay, Steve, you know, you know what I'm asking. Sorry, Tori. Yeah, I'm sorry. Which one do you play? Pacifist. <laughs> Good kid. All right. Uh, Alex, what are you playing that you're excited about right now? Uh, as I said at the beginning, Overwatch. 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 Big fans of Overwatch. I've seen Overwatch tournaments, and someone dressed up as Roadhog, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what are you playing that you're excited about? Battlefront. Battlefront. Star Wars Battlefront? Yeah. What do you like about that? Uh, I like that you can choose the modes. Like, yeah. 
and that um, you can do first person or third person. And uh, I also have another point I wanted to raise about civil war. Is it okay? <laughs> you're, you're like a dog with a bone on this civil war. Go ahead. Yeah, I love so it. I love it. I don't understand in the movie why Spider-Man was fighting on Iron Man's side because if he was and Iron Man won, then he would only be able to go out when the government ordered him to. Can anyone imagine Spider-Man, like, he's not allowed to go? Like, no, I can't. You, yeah, you raise an excellent point. Goes, Dylan, Dylan, what's your counterpoint to that? I see you reaching I, for your, your, your microphone. I feel like it's because Spider-Man is like, I don't know, 14 in the movie, and Tony Stark offers him like, Three billion dollars. Yeah. Well, he does? If, well, I don't know that he offers him three billion dollars, but he offers Spider-Man this amazing spider suit. Remind you? Remember, he was walking around in an underoos, and then Tony Stark comes up and gives him this incredible uh, so outfit. That's why he called him underoos. <laughs> I was wondering. Okay, show of hands. Uh, who got the underoos reference? Okay. So. Back in the day, they came out with these underwear pajama things that had prints of superhero costumes on it. It was way before... Listen, when I went Halloween trick-or-treating and I wanted to dress up like Superman, they went to the Kmart. They got me what looked like pajamas. It had a picture of Superman on the front and a plastic mask with this little eye slits and gray rubber band that snapped as soon as I put it on my hand. That was it, and I was happy if I did that, because usually my dad gave me an old sheet and said, go as a ghost. And I didn't even get eye holes. You kids now, you go to the Halloween store and you get outfitted in complete cosplay. You don't know how good you got it well, compared to what, usually, I, what we went um, through. But underoos was the closest we got to that. It was actually kind of looked like the costume. Everybody, I, I, I guarantee you, I, I, dad's, mom's, underoos, I had them. I, yeah, go ahead, don't be shy. We all had them, and we loved them. And in fact, they're selling, because they, they always sell your childhood back to you, they're selling adult-size underoos now. And I, if I don't get them for Father's Day this month, I'm going to be really upset. So, uh, Max, did I ask you what video game you're excited about? No. Oh, let me hear. <laughs> well, this is more of a, this is a game that's coming out, I think, Pokemon game coming out November 18th. Sonic Boot. <laughs> <laughs> I got another Pokemon fan over there. Thank you, Mr. Interrupted. Thank you, Mr. Interrupted. It's okay. I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay. So, uh, if you haven't seen the trailers for Sonic Boot already, which is, you definitely should, uh, it's so good. Like, like, if you remember in the latest Pokemon games, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, um, if you remember that, uh, then you'll remember more that there, there's a lot, it was a very cutscene cutscene game. And this is probably because on Ruby and Sapphire were the first games with actual cutscenes, and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire were remakes of it. But going on, um, so the graphics didn't look exactly like they did in, in 
They looked exactly like they did, like the normal gameplay graphics, like exactly like they did in the cutscene. Like, if you remember, if you played X and Y, you'll remember the cutscene, like, you kind of see the legendary Pokemon go out of the cocoon thing. Mm -hmm. And it has the exact same graphics that you see saw in that game. We're running out of time. I want to give Dylan and Ian a chance to weigh on this, and then I want to open up really quick for any questions we might have from parents that are thinking about doing this with your kids. Uh, Dylan, give us really quick Speaking video about, game that you're excited about. Um, well, I really love Undertale, which I just got, but um, uh, the game that I've been playing uh, quite a bit of recently is called Counter-Strike uh, Global Offensive. It's uh, just a very tactical shooter game, um, and that's really all I have to say about it. But uh, short thing. Speaking of feeding, feeding my childhood back to me. Yes. Basically, I played like the which which gen are they using in um uh, uh, Ruby uh, Sun and Moon? Uh. Which which region is it? Uh, I think I forget the region. Is it? Is oh, it like, is it like, and it's based off of Hawaii. Okay, so basically, you know, like Pokemon, Nintendo, I love you, but you, you're just you're running out of ideas, and you're just like you're like giving me the same game again and again and it's again. It's getting a little repetitive. Ian, you have the last way, the last word on this video game that you're really excited about. Well, I don't actually play video games. You're not in no, video games? All right, that's cool. That that's cool. So. Do you feel like, you, sometimes, Dylan, or, do, do you feel like you're left out, or is it like, nah, it's just one thing I don't do? Yeah, it's just one thing I really don't that's do. Awesome kid. Uh, you made all these parents out here proud. All right, parents, any questions? Anybody have anything they want to know more about uh, podcasting? Our show is called uh, Hey Comics Kids. It's a, it's a takeoff on that old spinner rack slogan, Hey Kids Comics. If you type that into iTunes, you'll hear me and my sons, Max Hi. and Alex, on our drive to school. And we're just talking about whatever is interesting to us at the time. It really, it, it, podcasting with your kids doesn't have to be anything like a professional. Ours certainly isn't. It's just kind of a cool thing to do. Uh, I will tell you this, uh, particularly in the winter months, uh, when we were running late for school, uh, if I say, listen, you guys, if you guys don't get in that car, we're not going to have time to podcast. It's an excellent carrot in front of the donkey. I will say this. Uh, we have uh, uh, kicked it into high gear because we had things we needed to talk about that day. Uh, do have one of the kids, if you're doing it, hold the phone uh, for you or do hands-free. You do not want to record your car accident. That would not be, even for ratings, I wouldn't say that would be a good idea. And just uh, get one of these free accounts. Blogger is a very popular one. Uh, upload that thing. It's, you can Google instructions if you're not uh, comfortable with that. Set your RSS feed over to uh, iTunes and tell all your friends and family. It's, it's kind of a cool way for the grandparents to check in with the kids and, and see what, what they're interested in. I know their friends listen to it from time to time. Just kind of a cool thing we do. Uh, if there are no questions, okay, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much. I hope you're having a good time at the show, and uh, we'll see you on iTunes. And as all signature um, catchphrases, Let's get this show off the road, even though we're not really on a road. There you go. And so we're going to have to wait. Thank you. No, Alex.
It's never cheesy enough. Thank you, Ian. You were fantastic. Hey, Stephen. 